0: Today we're talking about the five reasons why you should never underestimate an INFJ. You've heard this before, right? INFJs are intimidating. INFJs are dangerous. You should never underestimate an INFJ but a lot of people think that this is just a misconception. Well, today we're going to look into this and we're going to talk about the five reasons why you really should never underestimate an INFJ. Before we get started, I want to remind you, I have a new poster for you. It's a free poster on the INFJ Epic life formula, which is the basis of the INFJ Epic life audio guide all the information you find below. And if you're interested in the new bootcamp round, which starts in the beginning of November, then definitely sign up for the waiting list. All the information you find in the links in description. Reason number one, the INFJ knows you better than you think. See, it isn't that INFJs think they know so much about other people. They actually do. I do believe that INFJs sometimes overestimate how well they know people. I know I've done that before that I thought, Oh, I knew this person like so well. And it turned out that, you know, people acted in a way I didn't expect. And I see this with INFJs all the time, but what's definitely true is that people, completely underestimate how well we know them. Meaning when you as an INFJ meet someone, you actually can read between the lines. You can tell what their weaknesses are. You can tell what their deepest insecurities are, and we can do this rather quickly. And the reason for this is the way our cognitive functions are set up. And since you as an INFJ aren't somebody who talks about this all the time, who shows what you know, people have no idea who they're dealing with. And very often they underestimate the INFJ to such an extent that they also take advantage of the INFJ. And once this happens, that's when the INFJ strikes back. That's when the INFJ really gets pushed to the edge. And you know, that's when people actually realize who they have been dealing with all that time. Reason number two, the INFJ hides their force and their power. We as INFJs are very often afraid of our dark side. So to say, we don't want people to see that because it has so much potential for pain for, you know, disruption of harmony. And those are all things we try to avoid. If we get pushed to the edge, this force comes out that can hurt people immensely. We're not talking about physical strength here. We're talking about hitting people mentally, emotionally, exactly where it hurts. And those are the things we don't want people to know. On top of that, once we show that, people actually don't open up to us that much, right? Because they see, Oh, this person has a power over me. This person could hurt me. So I'm not going to show them my vulnerable sides because I might be the one who will suffer from this. This happens of course on a subconscious level, but we as INFJs know this and that's why we don't show our force. We don't show our power and therefore people have no idea what would happen once they actually go against the INFJ. And that brings us to reason number three three. Once the is pushed to the edge, there's nothing holding them back. Meaning we tend to show the other cheek. We tend to want to keep harmony as much as possible. It's not just because of the reasons I've mentioned so far, but it's also because this is not the kind of state we like. We like harmony. We like peace. We like Zen, right? We like things to be light and smooth. And every single time a confrontation can come up, we tend to avoid it. On top of that, we are not triggered so easily. So when another person might react harshly, we first think, Oh, is there a reason another person acted this way? We try to give people the benefit of the doubt. We try to find a reason and a meaning behind the other person's behavior. And we do this to such an extent that at some point we just cannot justify how the other person has been treating us. And if that happens, we snap and the INFJ snaps in a very particular way because they've been holding themselves back for all this time. For every single time they said, okay, let me look at it from your perspective. For every single time when they gave another person a second chance for every single time, once the INFJ recognizes that they've been wrong all along, that the other person didn't deserve the benefit of the doubt, that they shouldn't have been so forthcoming and should have protected themselves more. And once the INFJ, recognizes this, you know, everything changes and all this anger that's been pushed down has to come out. And that's the thing that first of, nobody expects. And second of all, nobody expects it to be so precise. Nobody expects it to be so hurtful. It's not that the INFJ wants to hurt people, right? Most of the time, as I said, we try to keep the harmony, but because we do that, once we snap, it is full throttle. The fourth reason why you shouldn't underestimate an INFJ is because the INFJ changes the game plan. The INFJ has a particular way of looking at the world and the person that they're dealing with is part of that world. Once they recognize, Oh, I had a wrong image of that person. I was too forthcoming. I was too kind. That person isn't the person I thought they were. The INFJ changes everything from one moment to the other. The other person, doesn't exist anymore. It's a new version of that person that exists now. And that new version is a version that the INFJ doesn't like. It's a version that the INFJ doesn't trust. And once this happens, the other person for the first time realizes what kind of power the INFJ had over them all along, as in how well the INFJ was treating them, how they helped them to see themselves in the best light possible. The other person was so oblivious to the fact that they felt good because the INFJ acted in a way that made them feel good. Once the INFJ changes their game plan, Once the INFJ changes their worldview, changes the way they see the other person, they for the first time recognize how bad it actually feels to be disliked by the INFJ, to be ignored by the INFJ and to just not be important enough for the INFJ to care about. People recognize this only once this dynamic has changed. It's like a child who never appreciates that their mother or their father cooks for them until they don't do it anymore right? That's the same scenario, how it is with a lot of people when it comes to an INFJ because the things we do for other people are very subtle. They're very much under the radar. And those things you cannot recognize until you lose them. The fifth reason why you should never underestimate an INFJ is because once you've done that, and once the INFJ has grown out of it, and once the INFJ is recognized that they have spent too much time on you and given you way too many opportunities, the INFJ tends to upgrade their life. They recognize what they have done wrong so far, what kind of conceptions they've had that weren't in alignment with their well being. They understand how they looked at people or at the world that wasn't in their best interest and that wasn't the thing that will help them to move to the next level. So, what happens is the INFJ actually improves their life and they do that by themselves before they thought they could do it in partnership with the other person. It could be a friend. It could be a boss. It could be a mentor. It could be somebody that you want to have an emotional relationship with. All of those people that are in the INFJ's life for the longest time, the INFJ has this vision of, Oh, we could both benefit from this, from this union, no matter what kind that could be. If it would be like a mentorship, if it would be a friendship or whatever it may be right? They have it in their mind because they look to the future and they say, oh, okay, taking everything that person can give me and taking everything I can give to the other person, we would be a great team. The other person doesn't get it. They can't see what you see in the future. And once the INFJ recognizes that there is nothing they could do in order to convince the other person, they actually make those moves by themselves. And only then, the other person mostly recognizes what kind of opportunity this could have been, how much that union could have improved their own life. And these kind of realizations are probably one of the most harmful regrets you can actually have. Let me know in the comments, why you think INFJ shouldn't be underestimated. And remember to download the free poster on the INFJ Epic life formula. If you're interested in the bootcamp, sign up for the waiting list, all the information you find in the links in the description. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video. Why a true INFJ is so intimidating.